Alright, hello guys. Welcome to another edition of Lumia Sports. I'm Demetrius Mason, joined again by Dom. What do you do, everybody? Rare time where we are together actually recording this on Sunday. <coughs> trying to watch some football. Trying to smoke some weed if Dom can find it. He's <laughs> killing me, man. He's killing me. Hey, man, I'm hitting people up. It's all about if they want to respond or not. Man, I need to allow. But, moving on, last night... Um, you know, just a regular Saturday in the season, but it was really a great, informative day of basketball. So, look. <laughs> you learned a lot. I learned a lot of things. Let's get into it, man. I'm actually, we're going to start with the Knicks Pacers. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's ease into it. <laughs> we, all, we already know what the highlight's going to be. <laughs> the Knicks ended up winning 106-102 in a game that was tied in the fourth quarter. And honestly, I feel a little bad because most nights I definitely want to watch it. Um, your boy Julius Randle, so you said that he was an all-star, and he did only have 12 points this game, but what I'm seeing from him that I really like is he's not forcing things, he's not going for numbers, like he knows he has to shoot the ball, so he had 16 shot attempts, he had 8 assists to lead the team, yeah. and 11 rebounds to also lead the team, so he really, I'll say two steals, so he really is doing like everything he can. Yeah, and it's coming from a power forward too. Mm-hmm. I think, I think really the key right now to their team and the reason that they've been so successful is really R.J. Barrett. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that after last year, everyone was kind of like, oh, he might just be a bust. Like, he might just like not be there. He wasn't even a bust. It's just, it's just he, that he fact wasn't that, Zion yeah. or, or um, who was the other really good? Ja. He wasn't Zion or Ja. Yeah. So, like, maybe not a bust, but it's, it's mainly the fact that he was just in New York. Yeah. And kind of trapped there. We were like, man, he just ruined another career. Um, yeah, pretty much. Plus, in college, I didn't love RJ Barrett because he took a lot of bad shots and he kind of took the way he put he took the ball away from Zion and Cam a little bit it was a weird dynamic but he was the one shooting the most shots when he it should have been Zion he was trying to show him he was trying to show himself off yeah I understand but that's why they didn't win <laughs> anyway like hey, you know as much as they should have won but RJ been snapping this year I mean this game again he led led all scores for the Knicks with 25 now you gotta keep in mind you know there was no TJ Warren um and, but Brogdon, 33 points, 7 assists, man. He tried to do all he could. Yeah. Oladipo, just 3 for 16, minus 12 out there, um, 16 points. Again, I, I, I feel bad because I haven't watched the Knicks game all season, but what it seems like they're doing is they just stop the other team's best players a lot of the time. Like, the people you expect to explode just don't explode on them, and they yeah. just they get enough points. It kind of feels a lot like the Cavs, who we'll get into a little bit. Yeah. A little bit like the Kings as well. Um, so, you know, it's good to see the teams that we expected to struggle just go out there and try to compete and just play really tough defense. What I will say, though, I'm, I, we're going to get to the Knicks in a second. I told you something last year, and I thought it was interesting, and just looking at these numbers kind of comes to fruition. I really think the Bucks fucked up not keeping Brogdon. I really think he was the thing. He was one of the pieces that kind of made them special because he gave them so much depth. And I saw the fact that he could elevate to be that scorer and passer that Giannis really needed. Pers- um, personally, like when they traded, when they traded uh, Brogdon, I didn't think they were going to be able to. Well, when they when they lost Brogdon, yeah, he was a restricted free agent. They didn't match his contract. Yeah, I thought they weren't going to be able to, you know, reach where they had reached before. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought they were not not that they were done, but I I, I noticed because like in the playoffs, you just seen when he came back, he just changed everything. Yeah. I mean, he he's he's kind of the reason why they lost as well because he struggled in that Toronto series. Really yeah, he bad. definitely played bad against Toronto. But that's but against Boston, we came back against Boston. He came back crazy. Mm-hmm. 
and it's just like it was just like another piece and yeah I don't know man the Bucks really I mean you're seeing it they're really fucking up but we'll get to that in a minute for so for the Knicks they're three and three now what do you what do you see with the Knicks where your where your is your interest level where do you think they'll finish now I mean every team in the league is interesting at this point there's none that's really uninteresting for good or bad reasons. <laughs> I mean, aside from maybe like, well, even Minnesota, just because Edwards is cool, but uh, I mean, if if Carl and Towns would freaking play, yeah, they would, they would. I wouldn't say they'd be a factor, but they they won the two games he was there, and then mm-hmm. they lost since. But um, I mean, the Knicks, you know, they're gonna win some games, they're gonna lose some games. I don't see playoffs from now. They're in the playoffs, but it's only been you know, it's only been like two weeks, so yeah. It's, I'm gonna try to start watching some more Knicks games, man. Because I just never think that they're gonna win any games. I don't think either one of us has picked them once. We have, we haven't. But um, it was because, like I was saying, when they lost Alec, I thought Alec was gonna be the other scorer. Oh. So like, if if Alec was there, I would have picked them a, a few games. But when Alec left, Austin came back. So you know, mm. he kind of. Is Alec done for the year? He's not done for the year. At least I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. He's just gone for however long. But as soon as he, as soon as like the game he was gone, mm-hmm. Austin came back like that next game. So next game, man, Sixers Hornets. Um, Sixers end up winning one twenty-seven to one twelve. Lamelo really, it really is just him. Now I know, I know Terry Rozier went crazy. He had thirty-five points. But he was a minus nineteen. <laughs> it just felt different when Lamelo was just out there. It's yeah. really hard to explain, even. But he really is the key to the whole team. Like when he came back, because in the first quarter I'm watching, and the Sixers were up twelve. The only reason that they kind of fought back in the second quarter is because they had thirty four points, and Lamelo was really had a big impact on the game and kind of kept yeah. them in it. But in the second half, he just couldn't quite do it. Yeah, I mean, not his fault. Steals. He yeah, he's he was their best defender too. He's their best defender and their best passer. And you could argue their best three-point shooter. Now, today he was struggling, and Terry went off. But for the most part, Lamelo's been their best three-point shooter. Is he a better passer than Devonta? Devonta, dude. Like, we don't watch enough of their games. I watched, I Devontae, dude, it just looked different. Keep in mind, I was watching a couple games. It looked, it looked different when Lamelo was out there. That's the only way I can kind of explain yeah. it. Like, Devonta also was one for ten in like five points. He wasn't, like, a big impact. And the Sixers, the, the, again, the thing was the Sixers were just scoring at will when he wasn't out there. Like, at least he was kind of bothering things. Bro, they got, bro. Rozier? No, Grant. He, sh- he, he can't I go think, on one for 10 every game. I think what they should do is they should trade Rozier for a wing defender and a bench shooter, start LaMelo, and just bring Devontae off the bench. I think I that's was, what they should do. I would say, yeah, just because Devontae is way cheaper. Mm-hmm. Devontae's only like a million, as opposed to that dumbass contract they gave Scary. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Plus, it's like the name brand. You're probably going to get more for Terry Rogier around the league than you will for Devontae Graham. So yeah. It's because of the names. I'm for the Sixers. <laughs> for the Sixers, Tobias Harris went off like he does against like bad crazy. teams. 24 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 steals, 3 blocks, 4 of 7 shooting. Now, it's still early. Um, but Tobias Harris, I gotta say, man, he never can shoot this well. So I like the fact that he's shooting well. It could be Doc Rivers' system. People do seem like they're more in the right place a lot more often. I mean, the real key to the game was whenever we got to stop, 
And those dudes were just too small. Ben Simmons was just like, all right, I'm just taking off and running down the floor. He had 15 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists. And anytime he gets a rebound, he literally was just gone and either going to score or going to pass it. Danny Green was an ass. Three for six shooting. Thank you, Danny. Steph, Seth Curry, really good game. 21 points, six assists for him. And they were both just kind of running the floor, hitting shots. And I think the real key is two people. This guy, Maxi, can play. Yeah. Maxi nine points off the bench, but it's really Shake, and this team is gonna go really as far because Shake is their bench guy, but he yeah. also plays late crunch time minutes. And Shake was just went crazy, eighteen points. It was like early in the game when Melo was there, and I was like, okay, they could like the Hornets could kind of creep back into this, but Shake in the second half was like, nah, it's not happening. Yeah. Um. So all the starters in double figures, Shake eighteen, Maxi with nine, and one thing I did see, Thibault had a really good game against the Magic, but they decided to play him. They said, fuck the Korkmaz mess. And they're, just going to let, they're going to figure out if he can shoot. I thought Korkmaz was hurt. Is he? Man, he can... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the fact that he's out there. He plays defense, and he can... This game, he went one of, one of four. But you just have to see. Yeah. I really think you have to see just where it is. I mean, they're 2-0 and when they play the dude. And their bench goes crazy now because... Milton and Maxi can guard the. They can play defense. They really can. They really. When I was watching against Washington, I was like, these guys are not just getting burnt out there. Yeah. Um, and they gave our offense a little a boost as well. But the eyeball just being on the best person just helps everything because they don't have to do as much. Yeah. Like in the first half, they kind of didn't have them as much in Lamelo, but then they're like, all right, you know what? It's fucking just like whatever. What I seen from the game, like I didn't watch the whole game and everything. But whenever I saw Ben and Seth out there, it's it's, it's scary. Yeah, they go crazy. Like because they can both ball handle, and then Seth can shoot for him. It's it's, it's like Ben's so fast. Yep. That you know he got like he just runs up to the paint, but then like you got you got because if you don't double him, you're gonna score. Yep. But then he just throws it right back to Seth yep. and Seth. Dude, is- this is why I'm saying this is why everyone in Philly was like we need JJ. And I was on that train because we just need someone who can shoot. Yeah. The difference is that Seth plays defense. Enough. Enough. Yeah. He's not a great defender, but he does it enough. And he also, the bigger thing is he also can pass. Yeah. And he can drive. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, and, and I think the biggest thing about all of it is that you have Shake as well. Who can kind of, he can drive better than Seth. He plays defense a little better. He can't shoot as well. But they're like, they're kind of in the same mold. Yeah. So Ben doesn't. There's no confusion with the team. Everyone knows what they're supposed to do. Yeah. And Maxi, the reason I really like Maxi is because Maxi never takes a bad shot. He, he he's a rookie, but he never does dumb shit. Yeah. It's kind of remarkable, actually. I'm watching, like, dude. I just love every every time he makes a play. I'm like, damn. He really just knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. That was doing. y'all biggest issue last year. It was just people not knowing. Like we that. <laughs> like like. Tobias wasn't as horrible the year before. Like, he sucked in the playoffs. Yeah. But, like, throughout the regular season, he wasn't quite as bad. It was that whole Al Horford power forward, him as small. Tobias can't yeah. play small forward. Yeah. It's, it's just No, he can't. I mean, well, he kind of does, but only because Ben Simmons is literally everything. Yeah. So, it kind of, it, it's weird. The team, it's weird, but Ben, but everyone's finally in the right role. We just need two shooters. It kind of all relies on Tobias Harris hitting threes. If he can hit threes, you can't really beat us. Because yeah. if he hits that, and then I'm 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 securing that Shake and Max are really just gonna do what they do. I don't really think you have an answer for either one. We of them. we know we know Tobias 
has been the X factor as he got there. Yep. He's always been the X factor because yep. he's the most liable to either go off and have thirty seven. Yep. Or have seven. Or suck. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, but I mean, what they always wanted him to do is shoot three. So the fact that he's hitting him now, I'm watching him. It's like okay. I mean, he's getting the same looks he always has. He's just he really is just hitting them now. It's kind yeah. of crazy, but I'll take it. You know. Um. So. Moving on, man. Slow walking you to it, man. <laughs> Cavs, Hawks. This was a surprising game. The Cavs end up winning 96-91. Of course, the day after I give the Hawks credit. Um, I feel like it. what it looked like was kind of just the Hawks just wore down in the second half. I was watching. Well, I look, I was looking early, and they had 35. Yeah. And then 21. But their numbers just kept going down. Now, the Cavs, like, like, I don't know if we said this on the podcast, but I definitely told you this. Their defense is crazy. Like, yeah. their defense without Kevin Love out there really is ridiculous because they're all just tall, and they have length. I think Larry Nance and Drummond are both top two in the league in steals. You think their perimeter defense, too, or just their... their it's post? both because the only weakness really is, like, Garland because they start Exum, and he's hauling athletic. Sexton plays great defense, and you can kind of hide Garland, and he tries. Like, he never is... He's never just burnt out there. And then off the bench, you have... You have Osman and you have McGee. So they're also two really good defenders. So McGee is, yeah. they have basically three paint defenders who are really, really good. And they get steals. And they have three very good perimeter defenders in Exum, Sexton, Sexton and Osman. So they, there's never really a let up. There, no one comes onto the court and just can't play defense. Oh, so that's, that's why Drummond's useful now. Yes, because everyone does the same thing. And he can just really just do what he does. Just stand like he had, yep, <laughs> Zero blocks, zero steals, but he 12 points, 11 rebounds. Really the key, I mean, Nance, 9 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, but 3 steals. Sexton, 27, only 3 assists, but 3 steals. He had no turnovers. Garland struggled a lot. 3 for 14, 5 turnovers from him. But off the bench, McGee, 14 points, 9 rebounds. The, he was making huge plays in the fourth. It, it was crazy, actually. Yeah. Because he really worked JaVale. on this little... Yeah. JaVale worked on this little hook shot, and he just keeps going to it. But whenever he gets it, he going right to it. And you can't really do anything about it if he makes it. Oh, it always turned, looks a little funky, but he it goes in. He turned the baby ream. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he does now. And, I mean... It just took Shaq bullying him for five years. Yep. I think <laughs> one of the things, looking at it now, I think this was a game where they could have used Rondo... Because, you know, you just want him to just be out there facilitating. They, only Trey Young, Trey Young and Collins were the only people with over five assists. Yeah, I saw the bench saw really wasn't. Only had like one. Yeah, and he was just shooting because he kind of he kind of had to shoot, but you know he was five of eleven. But Bogdanovich just a little off. They just kind of weren't getting the shots they normally got. Trey sixteen points, ten assists, but he had six turnovers, six or sixteen. Was not good down the stretch. I was watching down the stretch. Capella actually was doing great early in the game, but, you know, I mean, you know, how long can Capella keep doing that? He, I think, he had 13 at halftime. He had was 16 and 16. Um, he was really playing crazy out there. It was just it was just one of those games where they just were a little flat in the second half, only 35 second half points. It just kind of didn't look clean. I was watching, I was like, oh, they're just did, not. Did they play Indiana the night before? They played, yeah, I, they played someone last night. I think they did, yeah. Because we were talking about them yesterday. Because I picked, remember, I accidentally picked the Cavs that one time against Indiana. Oh, the Cavs played yeah. Indiana, I think, two Yeah. Nights. So, was that last night? That was two nights ago. Yeah, two nights, because last night they just played Atlanta. Yeah. Well, that was three nights ago, sorry. So, they, they're not on a back-to-back. But Atlanta, okay. Atlanta had just played the Nets twice. 
So they really, like, you know. Yeah. And they really wanted to win that second game. It just felt like, to me, like, they just kind of wore down in the second half. Um, but hey, give the Cavs credit. I mean, it's it's partially because the Cavs' defense really does not let up. It's actually amazing to watch. So they just try hard. Yep. Them and the Kings kind of play the exact same. It's really going to be how good are De'Aaron Fox and Colin Sexton. Yeah, that's what we were... That's what we were saying when we made our, you know, our mm-hmm. offseason. It's all it's all going to depend on Sexton, mm-hmm. and if he's if he's if he can be even an all star, I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year, just because there's a lot of teams emerging. Yeah, but in the in the in the next and the teams years, that are kind of fading, I, I don't expect to stay faded. I'm starting to give up on one of them though, but I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> um, next up, man, this was one. So we made our picks yesterday, and I just I just had a feeling. What this was the one I got right, the other one I got wrong. Yeah. But Thunder beat the Magic 108-99. My only reasoning for this was, man, the Magic just aren't gonna start five and one. Um to be fair, Fournier wasn't playing. That yeah. was huge. And I was watching, I was like, oh, they really just don't have enough. The Thunder are another one of the teams in these mold, and this is I'm the more I'm starting to watch these regular season games, I'm starting to understand why these teams kind of fall off. Because you, I don't think you can continue to play the way that they play. But of all of them, I'd actually give the Thunder the best shot of the Cavs and Kings variety, <laughs> only because they play Al Horford and George Hill together, but they intentionally go so fucking slow. Like they have Shea and they have Dort, but they know that Al Horford is not effective at all if they go fast. So they slow everything down, and they know what they don't do, and that's get rebounds. So what they do is they literally never go for offensive rebounds. At least their starters don't. Their starters had one offensive rebound last night, and it was actually a big one. But they had one offensive rebound, so they just shoot the ball, and they just literally get back. And they shoot threes, and so their guards are always back. It's it's like crazy, and they just play defense. No, it makes sense. Um, Baisley, 19 points, 12 rebounds for him, but again, none of them offensive. So he, he's got, he's got to be the guy to get the rebounds. Um, George Hill at 18 and five. Uh, most of those in the first half, of course. Shea, 16. Um, he did have five of 17 shooting, but he was hitting big shots on the stretch, which is what Shea does. Yeah. Um, Al Horford, 12 points, six rebounds, four assists. As a team, um, off the bench, by the way, Danilo Diallo. Bro, Diallo can play. I was watching him. Diallo really that's can the, play. That's the dunk champion, right? Yes, Diallo can play. They had this dude, Maladon. He's like a 19-year-old off the bench. He had 12 points versus him. He was hitting big shots, too. They just find anybody. Dude, they do. And Diallo, bro, Diallo, 12 points, 8 rebounds. He was great. He was just going by people. And I was like, what the hell? And he was shooting some crazy shit. We know he's athletic. If there's yeah, but you still, but the ability, you can be athletic and still not know how to get around people. See, how yeah. you can still not know how to do it. He knew how to do it, and he was getting by them. Um, and they just shoot a lot of threes. They shot 41, only hit 13 of them, but that's all they need because they shoot it and they get back on defense. Well, just, well, because they knew Orlando couldn't match it without Fournier. Yep. And again, no Evan Fournier, so that meant Bacon would have to shoot a lot of shots. He was 2 for 11. Yeah, they were letting Michael Carter-Williams do what? Ever he wanted to shoot, and he had two for eleven as well, four points, nine rebounds. Played some. And he's he a can't he's shoot. A bench player. Yep. Yeah, neither one of those guys could shoot, and they knew it. Um, Vucevic went crazy, thirty points, thirteen rebounds, 12, 13 of twenty-one. What I will say, and you you said you picked him because Vucevic was better than Al Horford, which he was. But what I will say is Al Horford kind of 
it was more so on Muscala, and it was off the pick and pops when they kept early in the game. They kept playing it wrong, and they kept both going to Fultz, who had a struggle day. He was five of sixteen, but he had aces. He just kept passing it back to Vucevic, and they kept like, leaving him open. Well, when Once I they did, started switching it, it was it was a much different story. Go when, ahead. When I did pick them, I did think Fournier was going to play. I, I did not see that he was out that game. You gotta so. do your research. Man. I, I'm, I, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Terrence Ross actually came back. He was injured against the Sixers, so he came back. He had 26, yeah. four of nine from three. He was huge in the first oh, half, and I was do. like, and I was looking, I was like, he going crazy. But he's going to start missing some of these. He's not yeah. just going to have 40, I don't think, on these dudes. Because they were kind of there. He was just hitting everything. But in the second half, what happened was Ross and Vucevic just weren't the same. And in the fourth quarter, I really think they just wore them down. The 15 points. Because it was all them. It was all, exactly. It was all them. And once, once they're like, all right, we're just going to not leave Ross. We're just going to not leave Vucevic. And anybody else can do anything. And Aaron Gordon, 6-15. Fultz. 16. Bro, good. when is he going to... Is he ever going to develop into anything? Aaron Gordon? Yeah. Bro, so it's so interesting. I was watching the game, and you can just... It's like the announcers. Um, You can kind of tell where they think everyone is, just because this was a magic announcing crowd. Yeah. They're like, there he is, Terrence Ross. Like, they were like, oh, they expected that shit. Like, Terrence Ross just goes crazy, because he yeah. just does, especially with no DJ Augustine. I'm telling you. Yeah. And it's because of the, that rookie they got, Cole Anthony, bro. He just doesn't fuck up. Now, he went one of seven, but he really just... He, he can play good enough defense and he just gets Ross the ball enough. Yeah. 21 shots off the bench. Um, But Fultz does it too. But what it is was they were really happy that Aaron Gordon had, like, a lot of assists. He had five. So he just don't pass. So he just go out there and miss. He just is what he is. He's not developing into anything. One for six from deep. So he just going to be a slam dunk. Champion. He just gonna be like it's gonna be a human highlight reel. He just gonna be a power forward who can outrun people and shoot a little threes. bit. A little bit is right. <laughs> he was making none of them last night. He uh he like he like a more athletic, less defensive. Now he did have no turnovers. Yeah. More athletic, I'd say less defensive Siakam. He is good at defense. Yeah, but he doesn't do as much dumb. I didn't think his shots were dumb. I actually just think that the Thunder were there. Like, basically, they're all just always around you. Because even their bad defenders, who you think, like Horford and George Hill, Trish is not a bad defender. But you know what I mean? The one guys on the team who aren't athletic, yeah. they just be there. Like, Muscala was getting abused, kind of. But because of his offense, he was really just scoring. And I was saying, like, Al suck. Here's the thing. Like, they, like, like, when we played a game, they made Al, like, stupid slow. But he's like when he closes out on defense, at least on offense, he he might be slow as ever. Mm. But on defense, he actually can kind of close out to like a mid range or like a close three point shooter. Yeah, he's he not just useless. Yeah, he defense. wasn't there on Vucevic at my point at all. But <laughs> early, but what just happened was they just started switching it. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna just let Fultz not get a layup. Guard shoot. Yep, made all guard shoot. Oh. You're missing the only one that can shoot. <laughs> yeah. This was one that I picked wrong. <sighs> I thought that the Raptors weren't going to go one and four, but the Pelicans end up winning the game one twenty to one sixteen. I just, hey man, I see it. It's, it's my favorite team. I see it. I finally concede, bro. He's garbage. You're right. He sucks, dude. He's really bad. As soon as, as soon, the second he left the game, the Raptors actually had a chance to you know, win the game. You know what? You know when I saw it, it was, it was like, it was the one game. Apparently, like when he fouled out last time mm-hmm. or whatever, 
he like he didn't he play just, last game and they won. Yeah, oh, it was like disciplinary action or whatever. Yeah, they, they didn't just play him. Shit, it's dumbass. <laughs> so then they beat the Knicks, who we see are at least a decent team mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. in the season so far. And then, bro, I was I was looking at the stats, and then they were down like they were down like fifteen. Yeah, or whatever. They were down twelve when he fouled out. But then as soon as he fouled out. As soon as it happened. Let me let me actually explain what happened. So it's like a teetering game. The Pelicans were up like nine. Um, Kyle Lowry went for a charge as on well. on Bledsoe. It yeah. didn't get called, so he turns around. He kind of goes for a steal, but he ends up tripping Bledsoe. And so they were like, oh, flagrant. And I was like, damn, I don't they know if that's a tech, right? No, he got the flagrant. So whatever, they made one or two free throws because that's what the Pelicans were doing literally all night. Making one or two free throws. I think yeah. they missed like 13 of them. This is what they do. <laughs> Man, um, Ingram made them last two. Yep, Ingram made the last four. Yeah, I, I knew Ingram wasn't missing. I was like, damn it. Can y'all? Shit, is just foul blood. So, whatever though. But, so they foul him, whatever. Boom, 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 boom. Siakam. Uh, so then they give the ball. I forget who got it. It just ran into the paint. And then Siakam fouls. He fouled out. Kyle Lowry had the. This is like the direct possession. So Kyle Lowry has the ball. And he like he's about to slam it, but like fake slams it. He's like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> they tee him up anyway. I was like, damn, for fake slamming the ball, you get a tee. They were just mad because he was complaining about the flagrant. I don't really know it was a flagrant because he he was on the ground. He tripped him, but he really almost hit the ball. Like he was uh, really going for the okay. steal. He wasn't just like he didn't just hit his foot. He was like he went all the way across and almost stole. He just hit him and then Bledsoe fell because you know. They're just both really, they're literally the same person. So they're like the same strength and everything. So you just like, yeah. oh shit, if you don't hit me like that hard on my leg, I'm a ball or whatever. But immediately got up and was like flagrant. And Larry was like, what the fuck? And they gave it to him. And then they tee him up. So Siakam's on the bench now. And I'm literally just like, oh, this game's over because Kyle really wasn't being Kyle. And Siakam, I mean, you know, I was like, well, he not really guarding Brandon Ingram, but I mean, I think he's out here for some reason. It turns out that he's not out there for any reason at all, um, other than to be ass. And bro, I looked, I was like, bro, you can't keep shooting or over four from three. You can't. Nope. And so they came out there with the lineup of Boucher, who was crazy. He had twenty four points, and the, I'm a, I'm a, a Boucher, Lowry, Fred and Fleet. Fred actually disappointed 27, but he really, for some reason, halftime. I mean, he was the whole reason they were in the game. And he just didn't shoot the ball. It was weird. Um, Lowry and uh, it, uh, Norman Powell. So, all of a sudden, now, everyone started hitting threes. Kyle hit one. Fred, yeah, he had only had three points in the whole second half, but it was a three and late in the stretch. Um, OG hit one. I was like, oh, wow. So, like, now everyone can shoot. And then the Pelicans offense just slowed down. They stopped fouling. Shea was hitting two. Yeah, Boucher was hit. I mean, he hit one, but he was he hit one. But what he was doing, so here's the difference really between him and Siakam. He just he's like because they're really the same size, but he kind of just goes to the free throw line. That's really the only difference. He goes into the contact. Siakam just does this dumb shit, but Boucher just gonna go in there and try to like do some shit, and they just kept fouling him. I don't know why he's trying that post up shit. Sakim doesn't try post-up shit, though. He tries, like, all these floaters and weird jumpers. He tries to be quiet. It's really... If he just goes to the basket and just goes to the foul line... He did it once, got fouled, and made two... I was like, okay, cool. But he just stays out there, shoots dumb threes, tries to be a pat... It's weird. 
I really don't explain why he's so bad. But I mean, he had one assist and three turnovers. You think he's just overcompensating? I just think I, uh, dude. I told you last year. I just think he really doesn't know what he's doing. But it's it's past the point where he should know what the fuck he's doing. So either he just don't be paying attention, or like I don't really know. Because all he has to do is really cut and go to the basket. And you, I saw Boucher do the same shit that literally old Pascal used to do. Yeah. Shoot the three if it's open, but he was just going to the rim. And it was working. Yeah, that's how he had an efficient 23 before the bubble. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, during that, you know, during those six months before the bubble. Beats the fuck out of me, man. But he just he, awful he, after. He's done. He doesn't even play defense well anymore. He was literally just fouling people. There was not one iffy foul. Even the one, like, Kyle got... Dude, he was just slapping people. He was just... <laughs> All over the place. I was like, damn, dog. You can't even, like, halfway defend these guys. I think I know what it is on defense, though. See, on defense, he doesn't have the centers to protect him now. Uh, there's no Ibaka. There's no There's no mark to at least just beat Aaron Tall. So, like, he, if he gets blown by, he's the te- he's he's the tallest dude on the team other than Baines. Because he's taller than Boucher. He's just not strong. But he is taller. So, But it, it, when he was on Zion, it was like. As I would go to the go there and he would miss his, he would miss a couple free throws, but he was getting the fouls on Siakam every time. Fouled him out. Yep. Um, and so for the Pelicans, man, all the stars in double figures. Um, <laughs> I I predicted JJ would be bad, and he was. But the the one thing about the Raptors and the reason kind of I would say the Pelicans won the game, they didn't have anyone who could expose him on defense, because Norm, I I think they just they just put heart on Norm, and. I don't know what it was, but whoever it was like it was like, it was like Davis or it was like Johnson. Yeah. And they just weren't they can't really attack JJ, so he was able to just hide. Yeah. And that's why he was a plus five this game, even though he was one of four. No, that's why that's why I picked again. They just don't have the they just don't have the scores anymore. But they, don't they have put the scoring. But the here's what happened, here's what actually saved the game. So they're up the Raptors took the lead they were up to. Eric Bledsoe saved the end. Higher game. Yeah, I saw. He came out, had a steal. They go down, score. Then it was like a tie ball game, or maybe it was tied and he got the steal or whatever. It was then, t- Yeah. Then they go down. Well, they were losing when they brought him back in. They were down by two, and I was like, oh, the Raptors got this shit. Yeah. And then Kyle just stopped. Kyle and Fred just didn't shoot again. And it was, I was like, why are you guys not? Can one of y'all just take this over, please? And then balls being passed around, blah, 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 blah. Eric open for three. Actually, a great rotation for Boucher, and he just hits that shit. And I was like, damn. Yeah. With, like, 50 seconds, I was like, damn it. Eric Bledsoe really just hit that. Yeah. And that ended. That was that was it. Um, and he also, plus 15 out there. 19 points, 10 assists. Eric was crazy. And so this goes back to my point. The fuck are the Bucks doing? <laughs> like, what are they doing? We've seen, we've now seen all of their old guards. Bledsoe, Hill. Brogdon. Brogdon have really good nights last night on winning teams, very positive, and they have Drew and they have Vincenzo, but they traded three firsts, so now they're not going to have any depth, and they seem to be very good at drafting. That's how they got Brogdon. And uh, Dante. Yeah, and Dante. True, and Dante. And now it's just a fucking wreck, and they don't have any picks, and Drew got to score 30, which he can't do. On a nightly basis. And Giannis really said he won't stay, man. He didn't say it. He signed it. Yeah. It's over. It's not. A, he got to stay for. It's not a verbal agreement. He, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a whole. It's on a pen and paper. 
And he not a strip club goer, so <laughs> there's no we there's no way out of this one. And everyone looking at this shit, everyone gonna be like, you gotta stay now. He has to stay for at least four before he can at least three before he can even have the rumors again if he wants to go. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad situation. And then Lonzo shot three of eight for three last night. Yeah, if if, if Lon- like JJ don't have to do it if Lonzo and and Blesso can do it. Yeah, by the way, I didn't even say this. Ingram went crazy. I mean, no one really could guard him. Thirty one six. I thought that OG could do something. Ingram really was doing it. Ingram and Zion were doing anything no, that we wanted. Ingram turning Ingram turning into baby KD right before our very eyes. Yeah. He really is. What I will say, though, man, that bench is just, it's bad. It's really tough out there. Yeah. But when the Raptors don't have a whole bunch of scores. That's true, too. That's a good point. But, I mean, hey, man, Boucher just kept abusing. The reason I said I think he was way better off the bench this game than starting, he was abusing Jackson Hayes. I know Jackson Hayes had a, he was a zero on the plus one. He was, he was literally abusing that, man. (laughs) And then when, and then, so that got him started, and then he got the confidence, and he just kept going at Steven. And it wasn't like Steven was getting burnt. He was just, he just kept attacking. And Kyle just kept finding him at that point. They're like, oh, he's going to be the scorer. Cool. Yeah, they don't force it upon themselves. Nope. But yeah. they just couldn't win this one. And now they're one and four. So you th- I just don't think they're going to miss it. But I don't know. Dude, see, I'm going to be trash. I don't know how they're going to make it. If Siakam's going to be trash every night. Yeah, I don't know how they're not gonna miss. How they're not gonna miss it, What's bro. Averaging, not a lot, and it's it's more so. You can just tell though. He's shooting thirty nine percent. Yeah, he's garbage. Twenty eight percent from three, but he's shooting eighty seven percent from the free throw. He just doesn't go there. <laughs> I'm telling you, he had two free. Everyone, dude, the whole game was free throws, and he's the only dude who didn't get to the line. It was crazy. He just doesn't attack. If he got there, he'd be a much better player. And you'd see a lot less misses because his misses would be fouls. Yeah. He just does this dumb floater jumper shit. And I'm just like, what? no. And if he's not going to make threes, he really useless. Yeah. Because he just fouls people. That's all he does on defense now. He just fouls people, dog. It's crazy. And now we saved the best for last. Yeah, it was the first game of the night. It was the first game, but the we whole had, day. but we okay. had to, we had to, because we know y'all want to hear it. <laughs> yep, we had to make sure that y'all stay for this one right here. This Rocket. is going to be the teaser. Rockets, <laughs> Kings, man. Oh man, the Rockets win one oh two ninety four. The Kings had had a very good start to the year. They worked three and one before playing the Rockets back to back, and they lost the other one, which makes sense. Well, they only played two teams as well, like we said. Yeah, now they've only played three, so yeah. they keep splitting with them, and they're all good teams. Yeah. Oh, they didn't split with this one. They actually swept the Nuggets. But either way, this one, no John, no sorry, no James Harden. So, you know, we were both like, man, the Kings gonna kind of win this game. Yeah, we both picked the Kings. We yep. both picked the Kings. And I actually would have picked them anyway, but with no James Harden, I was like, oh, this is going to be in the bag. Yeah. Oh, you would have picked them anyway? I think I would have because I just, I just didn't, I wanted to see where they were. But regardless, they end up losing, and it's because John Wall went crazy. Went nutty. 
28 points, 6 assists, 11 to 21. Very efficient. He did have 5 turnovers, but he had to do everything. And Christian, Christian Wood had 2015. Yeah, Christian Wood and 4 blocks. Christian Wood's nutty. Yeah. I was watching, I was like, oh, shit. He played. He had 31, yeah. and they lost, but I was like, oh. Yeah, James better sit his ass right there. Christian Wood about to be an all-star, bro. He was, bro, the only reason that the Kings came back was because he was in foul trouble. Yeah, he was in foul trouble and they had to play Cousins a lot. And it wasn't like Cousins was bad. It just he's he not kind of bad. <laughs> he was good. He was solid on defense, though. Yeah. He had two he blocks. He was, he, was he, just, he just, it was like at the, at the end of the third quarter, he just started taking some dumb shots. Yeah. And some bad, well, he had the one turnover, but. Yeah. It just looked bad for him out there. But on defense, he wasn't as bad. You know, he was getting away with fouls. Anyway. Um, Eric Gordon played well as well. Seven for eighteen. He is back. Twenty-one points plus eleven. He was a plus eleven, even though he shot three to twelve from deep. So uh, he just, hey man, they know when he out there. They finally seems like the new coach kind of gets it. Just put Eric Gordon out there by himself and just let him shoot his dumb shit. Yeah. But at the very least, everyone knows he's about to shoot it, so it's <laughs> fine. You can't have him out there with, uh, with two other dudes who also are going to shoot it yeah. like they did with Russ and Harden. Now you just never know who the fuck shooting the ball. And they're all shooting bad shots. <laughs> so, like, you know, at least only, this way it works only better. difference is one of them makes them. Yes. That's, <laughs> that is the difference. But, I mean, man, John Wall really came here. He's 2-0 and on the Rockets. And the Rockets, I mean, and the Wizards are 0-4. 0-5, I think. They're 1-6 total. They only didn't play with them for two games. Man. <laughs> like I said, man, I'm not going. I'm not going to say it all off one game, but what I will say was, I, I like I said the last podcast, I stand by what I said. I always thought John Wall was better than Westbrook, and this is a very small sample size, but John Wall took the Wizards to the playoffs. The the Wizards weren't quite constructed as they are now. So I can't, you know, the defense was a little better back then. I think Oubre and Porter were still there. They had guys like Nene. They had a lot. Where Todd was there. Yeah. And, like, they were making the playoffs. So they so they had defense. They mm-hmm. had post-defense. They have they, But they, they didn't have the, offense they didn't have the offense. Yeah. yeah. Their offense wasn't quite as good. But their, their offense ain't the issue when you got Bradley. Bradley wasn't scoring 30 a game at that point either. Yeah. Yeah, so. Amen. Man, I think the biggest difference kind of is actually John Wall plays better defense. Yeah. I'm like looking and like they held the Kings to 13 and the King in the, the fourth quarter and the Kings couldn't do anything because John Wall was just shutting Darren down. It was like, okay. And the <laughs> other difference is that he just does less dumb shit. Yeah, he does a lot less dumb shit. Even when he, even when like, here's the thing, like, <clears throat> When John Wall turns the ball over, like it's, it's crazy. I'm comparing their turnovers, but it's when, out of bounds. When, when, yeah, John it's Wall's turnovers be out of down, out of bounds. So like, you feel me? So it stops a, the play. Yeah. When Westbrook be taking his dumbass mid range shots that he be missing, yeah. and then he turns the ball over to the <laughs> other team, it's just a fast break, fast break, fast break, yeah. fast break. It's like, bro. Even when John Wall shoots it, he has a higher chance of making his mid range. Just, but if you look, John Wall also shoots time, it and everyone kind of know it. 
I think it's literally just the way they shoot. Yeah, Russ is just so quick. People are like, wait, he really shot that? It's quick and strong as shit. John Wall is like, oh, everyone's like, oh, he shot it. Okay, you boom, clang, off, boom. Now it's a rebound. Now they go the other way. And you're but just here's like, the fuck. thing. It's like when the way Westbrook shoots it, because he shoots it so strong, it always right comes to back <laughs> like to the half court line. <laughs> like, when, like when Wall was shooting the bitch, you saw it. It would go like up. It would, like, hit off. Yeah. Like, they kind of had to, you know. It was never like, oh, that's a bad shot. Russell's like, bro. <laughs> that shit really flew back like a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got a half, then you get a, uh, what's it called, a transition yeah. basket that yeah. starts at half court. Because yep. that's where the ball landed. And then the worst part about it was, the, it's it's also where they shoot it. Russ be shooting it from the sides too much. Yeah. And, or from, like, the, like, the middle, I don't know what you call it, like the middle and the side, like yeah. the wing, sorry. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be just shooting it straight from the middle. It's kind of crazy. Like, Wall's just going to shoot it from the middle of the floor or he's going to try to go by you. Rush just really walks around and then shoots <laughs> it from the baseline. But a mid-range shot from the baseline is literally the worst thing you can do, especially with the way he shoots it. It's going to just clang and then he's going to be the last. He's their fastest player, but then he's going to be the last person in transition. Yeah. So everyone else is going to be gone. And he can't really help. It's not even his fault. But, like... It's his fault for shooting it. Baby. It is his fault for shooting it and, and never going in. But, <laughs> but, but, but You got to know your weaknesses, man. I just, here's the thing. He used to make them. Westbrook used to be great at doing that. That's the reason. That's really the reason why the Thunder made the playoffs, like, that first year. The, the first year KD left is because he used to really make those. I don't know what the fuck happened. It's like every... He used to make them because he used to shoot it 35 times a game. You know what really, what really, really... And everyone really, else is like, okay, you can shoot. We'll just play defense. You know what really, 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 really just fucked Russell up, though? He, he can't shoot free throws anymore. His free throw used to be like 87, like in the 80s. Now it's in like the 60s. Was he, it? Yeah, that's right. His free throw. Oh, I know what crazy. it was. It's not his fault. I remember what it was. You remember when this happened? They took off the rule where you could step around the free throw line. So Russ, because you know how he has all that energy all the time, he used to like shoot a free throw and then just walk all like he would just walk around and be like, okay, relax, let me just go ahead and shoot it. I think they took that away, so like now you can't step all over the place. And he was like one of the people like really frustrated about that. It was also I think he used to kind of step over the free throw line sometimes too. Yeah. And you can't do that either. They changed the free throw shooting rules to like quicken the game or something. But I remember him him specifically. People were talking about like, oh, they kind of, he, he was like he was mad about it because it fucked up his whole free throw like routine. Yeah, like he used to just shoot it and then step back and then it's you can't step over the three point line. You have to stay in the free throw circle. So he would shoot it and then go all the way to the three point line, collect himself and then go back to the free throw line. Because you know he's just naturally high energy. Like yeah. now he can't do that anymore. So like he he just hasn't recovered from that. That's what it seems like to me. Literally, you can look that up. That's some that's a that's a Lumia fun fact for y'all. Damn, I never knew that. And yep, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like like my nigga. <laughs> like I understand. I understand routines. I understand routines are, are you know they're important to the consistency. We're creatures of habit. We are creatures of habit. But bro, is how long did that rule come in place? It's been it's been at least three four years. It was at least when he was on the Thunder, but 
probably before Paul George. You can look up the free throw shoot. Go ahead, keep doing. I'll, I'll try to see. Cause, bro, if it's been three, four years, I mean, my nigga, you gotta, you guys adjust. I'm sorry, <laughs> you just have to find other ways to yeah, but, express your energy. But he doesn't adjust. <laughs> 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 that is a good point. That's a very good point. So, yep, there it is. Um, rule number nine. I don't know. It doesn't say when it added, but yeah, they definitely, it was a rule. The violation. Of, anyway, whatever. That really, that really <clears throat> turned him from an 80% to a 60% free throw shooter. Bro, he does not adjust to change well. <laughs> like, I, like, I, that's literally him. Bro, the first thing you look up when you Google it, is Russell Westbrook free throw shooting percentage. I can tell you the year just based off his free throw shooting. He's shooting 72% this year. Yeah, and he used to, where was it? He got up to 84%. It's exactly four years ago, like I thought. 2016-2017, uh, that sounds about right. And they took it out, and then he went down from 84% to 73%. Perhaps the MVP year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. But even before then, he was 81%, 83%, 82%. His whole career... To be fair, though, his whole career before that, he had shot, at worst, 78% from Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He used to be a good, a really good free throw shooter. And now you know why. Yeah, I see. It was just the routine, and they fucked it up. That's, bro, that's... that's I do have to say, like, yeah, he's bad at Justin. The NBA kind of went completely away from everything he's good at, though. Like, you can't be out there and not be able to shoot threes now, because everyone will just let you. Like, before, <laughs> I feel like people just used to be bad at rotations, and, like, he could kind of get by you. Like now you really I mean, that's can't. not the that's not the league's fault. That's just people. That's just players, you know, coming in, adjusting, getting better. But I'm telling you, he used to be a better shooter because he just used to shoot it more. Like that MVP year, he shot 24 times. His three point shooting percentage was 34. percent Which again, best of his career because he shot seven a game. Well, <laughs> he's not shooting. You can't a, shoot it as much when you got other people that can. Every, when yep. people keep coming, that can score better than you. Yep. Paul George, at least in theory, is a better scorer. And then James Harden is a better scorer. He's shooting 65% from the free throw line this year. You just said it was 70. Yeah, no, that was, it was 76 last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, you, can't, you can't be off. That's literally what makes Lonzo and Simmons and, and Simmons liabilities in the, in the clutch. Yeah. <clears throat> because they can't shoot free throws. That's all. It's even Zion. That's why I don't be trusting the Pelicans. Yeah, I, I, I do. The game, the game went the, except Blow just won it. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. The, if the Raptors can just keep this close in the fourth quarter, they're going to come back. Because I already knew the problem was the free throw shooting. It's the reason it was a game. Yeah. They missed 14 of them. Like, they missed a lot of free throws. I'm really sounds, sounds blind missing one or two every time. I was like, cool, all right. I can do this. The Raptors, y'all, right there. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, man. John Wall there, man. I mean, look, the Rockets, I think it was like a question of maybe could they make the playoffs. They're definitely going to make the playoffs if John Wall stays healthy without question. Yeah. Um, and they're probably going to be a top five seed because it's really, it's not even because of John Wall. It's because of Christian Wood. It's both of them. Mm-hmm. It's Chris, Christian Wood is like going nutty. Um, as long and, as they can keep them two with Harden and just even Eric Gore, like DeMarcus don't need to be there. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But, like, as long as they can keep them three and just keep Gordon off the bench, mm-hmm. then they'll be A-OK. Yep. 
And for the Kings, I mean, for the Kings, we should mention <clears throat> no Halliburton was big. I didn't even know that before I picked the game. Yeah, he's really their key. He's the key to the entire because he, he keeps Corey Joe out of the game. Keeps Corey Joseph limited, or Corey Joe plays, but he keeps Glenn Robinson out the game. And Kyle Guy and Corey Joe and Kyle Guy and Corey Joe just don't have to shoot as much. Yeah, so it's fine. Because Halliburton will just shoot the threes and he'll pass the ball to people. Because Corey Joe can at least play decent enough defense. Yeah, okay. Anyway, I'm not trying try to get me to hate on Corey Joe. I won't do it. Even though he had three turnovers and no assists last night. Hey, man, sound like a great point guard. <laughs> Doesn't pass, but can't really score. Anyway. <laughs> Sounds like an amazing point guard right there. Real quick, what was your game of the night and your player of the oh, night? you know what my game of the night was. <clears throat> you know who my player of the night was. Same game, same player. <laughs> so my game of the night has to be Sacramento Houston. And my player of the night has to be John Wall. <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna say my player of the night is John Wall as well. My game of the night, I'm actually gonna go Pelicans Raptors. Only because I learned that really they're going to go and I don't know if it's good or bad, they're gonna go as far as Eric Bledsoe can take them. Eric Bledsoe plays composed and can pass the ball. That can get ten assists ever. They can. They can be anybody. They really yeah. can. But it's got to be him because everyone else kind of know what they're gonna do. Yeah, right. he, he is the outlier on the team, and we know, and we and we understand the Raptors fully now. Yep. The less Siakam plays, <laughs> the better chance they have of winning. I was like, they're just not gonna have any chance to win. And Siakam falls out. I'm like, oh, they're really done. Nope. No. Minus, minus 16 Pascal out there. Just about Yes, sir. <laughs> Whole game changed. All right, man. Thank you guys for listening, man. <laughs> Dom has to deal with the fact that his highest paid player is a bum. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> At least he's not your highest paid. He's not? Yes, he is. He, he paid more than Ben and Joel. Oh, you mean because of that? No. Yeah, I see your point. I- Tobias up there. He right there with him. Because Embiid signed that contract before he got hurt. After he got hurt. So it's kind of like a team-friendly deal. Uh, and Simmons, I feel like he gets paid more than Simmons, too. But they're like, but they're going to get bird rights, so they're going to make more money at the end. Well, y'all have a, y'all <clears throat> at least have a Joel and a Simmons. That's the difference. Y'all got Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Fleet. They're right there. Siakam's just worse than Tobias now. Yeah. That's the problem. He's just ass. It's a... It's a struggle. Like, so Tobias is really like Chris Middleton. <clears throat> you really look at it. Yeah. But he just he just used to take dumber shots. He's just taking better shots now. But without without the ability to do the mid-range. Siakam can't do any of that. He can't do anything. Anything. No. He can He can go to the basket and get free throws. He just doesn't. <laughs> and that's, that's the key. I think that's, what, I think that's what he used to do. Somebody, exactly. Yes, he did used to do that. Bro, he abused Draymond Green down low. In the finals, I watched it happen. He was just getting the ball in the mid-range, and he just kept... Draymond was too slow for him. I was like, what the hell? I was like, oh, so Draymond really can't guard Siakam. They're not going to beat these dudes. And now all of a sudden, Siakam said, no, I don't want to go to basket. I want to be Kawhi. <laughs> fuck that Siakam shit. <laughs> <laughs> said, fuck being myself. Fuck being me. I want to be, I want to be him. Hey, man, he's trying to be great. He got paid doing it, though, so... <laughs> he's, he's trying to be great, man. Nah, he got paid right after that, um, right after the offseason. Right after they won the finals. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, that was, I don't know. 
Bro, he he wouldn't he would have taken less than the max. I don't get it. <laughs> like he definitely would have. They panicked because they didn't get Kawhi. Bro, he would have said, "Hey, you want you want one hundred twenty million? Sure." He he would have taken one hundred twenty million easy. I don't fuck it. Why y'all give him one eighty? <laughs> y'all gave him superstar money. He thinks he's a superstar. The Raptors think he is superstar. That's the issue. I don't think they think that anymore. <laughs> they thought so for they thought so for, for two, one minute. One minute. That's all it takes, baby. <laughs> so I got dotted. <laughs> That's how they got Giannis. Hey man, sign this right here. <laughs> they really went up to Siakam. They were like, bro, sign bro this. he was like, fuck yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> this shit. Here's the thing though, man. It's just like, the Raptors didn't know what they were getting themselves into. Nope. But Giannis did. <laughs> Giannis watched it all happen. I, I don't feel bad for him. I feel like Giannis just doesn't know how teams work well enough. Because keep in mind, we're the same age as him, but we, like, look at it like that. He's just he's just a <laughs> he's basketball just doing player. It, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't really understand that they just fucked up everything. <laughs> like yeah. they just fucked up all their depth, all their future depth. <laughs> For somebody to come in and do the same thing as the nigga that they just got rid of. The same thing, and again, be different on defense. Like the defensive impact isn't the same. Yeah. Like he's more of an on-ball guy, but he not gonna just Bledsoe just fucks up games. The biggest thing Bledsoe did was he got the steal. He yeah. really just be wilding out everywhere because he, he just sees everything. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's kind of like a really people are people are gonna get mad when I say this one, but the the best defender on the Warriors is Steph because he always knows what's going on. He can come in randomly and get a steal. Harden does the same shit. Bledsoe like that. He's like Pat. So Bev. he's like off ball. He's Pat he's Bev. Bev. Yes, he's wild out there because he always knows he can see the cut coming he just comes all the way down like if you're not tall as shit like a Banyanovic or like a heel or just shooting deep as shit yeah. like Drew just I'll be all up in your face and yeah. fuck you up and Bledsoe can kind of do that but Bledsoe isn't as tall so you can kind of go over him Yeah, you can go over him if you're a smaller point guard but Drew not just want to do the random like oh I just see it coming you even see it on 2k you just be there and you forget Bledsoe out there and then he randomly just come up and steals it yeah. you're like what the fuck Bonds takes that and the thing is him that with Giannis on the inside disrupting everything really is why they were so great at defense their defense is not the same it's not it's not all. even close it's to making it's making Giannis not look like a defensive player of the year cuz he has to really it's either like they go it's either it's basically either Drew's locking him down Chris is locking him down or they're by them but it's never like someone else can come up and help Giannis it's the same shit we were just saying with I mean not the exact same but it's similar to like what we were saying with uh Pascal because he doesn't have those big buys behind yeah. him anymore, yeah. it's just, you can't, he just can't do as much. Like, I feel like Pascal was also kind of an off-ball defender, too. Because mm. think about it, he was never, he was like, Pascal had the best job. He was like an off-ball defender who could kind of be there. But Kawhi <laughs> was also there. And Kyle That's there. Strange. And Kyle there. Exactly. So he had the smalls. Fred be there, creating havoc. And then he had the bigs. So he really just got to be in between. He could either rotate or he could get a steal. But he's fast enough to do both to his credit. And he kind of just happened to be there. But now he kind of got to be the big. This is not him. He's just not a big. 
He's just a tall dude. That guy sounded a lot like me out there. Yep, he is a lot like you. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lot like you. Aside from I passed more, but the difference is you got me out there, so I'm a big. So you can just be out there, and you can just be out there and tall enough, and just annoying people. Yep, that's all. That's what Pascal does. He, but he now realizes like, fuck, I gotta guard people down here. Yeah, that's why the rap. What fuck the Raptors got in the game because they started playing a zone. I forgot to mention that they played a zone. And they kept Pascal the fuck out of the way. <laughs> and he still kept fouling people. But it, at least, like, he was using his length. He was kind of, like, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can be there more in his own like that. But anyway. Man, thank you guys for listening, man, to another edition of Looming Sports. Appreciate you guys letting us ramble. That's what we do when we're in person. Yeah, little, this was a fun one. Yep, a little ramble, John, at the end. Another fun day of basketball tonight. Fun day of everything, man. A lot of sports going on today. Hopefully you guys enjoy. Hopefully you guys, unlike me, get to smoke some loud. Um, <laughs> and uh, until next time. All right, deuces, everybody. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it.